did you miss me? Of course you did, because absence makes the heart grow fonder. I'm sure you're wondering where I've been and listen, I've been studying for tests, working on projects, working in general, and remembering all of my October baby's birthdays. There was a lot on my plate, but I'm back and ready to chat. Last episode, I mentioned having two wonderful co-hosts, Coco Nelly and Taj, to chit-chat with me tonight. Speaking of October babies, we're going to give a special shout out to Taj. Happy birthday! And without further ado, I present Coco Nelly and Taj. Hey, I'm Coco Nelly. Hey y'all, I'm Taj. Awesome, welcome to the show. Tonight is all about friends and fun. Some of our favorite topics are relationships, of course, nostalgia, and motida. So, can we get into how Moesha was never not in a relationship? (laughs) She could never truly keep a man. (laughs) The first episode. Listen, she reminds me of someone else we like to watch. Zoe Johnson from Grownish. It's just the way how, like, she thought that it wasn't her all the time. Because I'm like, I... The, the guys that she picked are like, ah, but you know, she also had some, you know, uh, conflict in the relationship too. And I don't really like the way how since she was the main character, she made it seem like she was all, you know, sparkles and sunshine and rainbows. Like, girl, you hard to deal with sometimes. Oh, Zoe or Mo? Both. You you know what? Okay. <laughs> Both of them got on my nerves. Like, Moesha is kind of, like, both of them are kind of in the same boat. Right. As far as, like, annoying me. (laughs) Zoe kind of annoys me in the way where it's kind of like she's that one friend where she can never truly be wrong. Mm -hmm. And then Moesha's kind of the one that's kind of, like, she acts like she's all holier than now, but girl, we know the truth. Right. Like, stop fighting with everybody. We know what you got going on. Yeah. 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 It's funny because Moesha... (laughs) So, the episode that really gets me is when she was dating Ohaji. And Uh I'm sorry to spoil for anybody out here listening who hasn't seen it, but it is on Netflix all the seasons. Check it out. Um... So when she's dating Ohaji, and you know, she's with Kim, and they're like, girl, what's up with you and Ohaji? And she's like, nothing. You know, the brother's sweating me. But in reality, you got googly eyes for him. Mm-hmm. And then you disrespecting D. D, by the way, was an awesome stepmom. I can agree with that. I yeah. Like the way how she handled stuff on the show. She handled everybody in that family so well. Um, disrespect the D just to go sneak out to get your little heart broken because you saw him with somebody else who he can be out with because your dad told you you can't be dating until you 16. Mm. There was one that, uh, relationship that she made me mad about. Which one? And it like into season four mm-hmm. where she was dating that college guy and she was uh spoiler alert for those who still 
haven't watched it but like my good sister said it's on netflix you know educate your eyes and you watch the series whatever you do <laughs> but my thing was she she decided okay so her and this guy who was a college man at the time right. mind you he and his friends, they older than her, so they can kind of like go about doing what they please without adult supervision. And this girl, out of nowhere, is like, all right, so let's move in together. And he was not for it. And she here she go getting mad at him for not wanting to move in with him, sweetie. <laughs> it takes a lot to move in with somebody, especially a person you've only been dating for three months. Like, that's a big step. Slow your roll, Miss Mamas. And not to mention, she was kicked out of the house. Well, she quote-unquote ran away slash kicked out when she was mm-hmm. dating him because she didn't want to abide by her dad's rules. Now, now, Frank Mitchell is problematic in some areas. Yes. But in some areas, he is not. Mm-hmm. Like, I personally... I can say that if I have children, sorry, not if, when I have children, because I do want them, um, I'm not going to let neither one of my teenage boys or teenage girls go to a co-ed high school party and be over there in their pajamas. Okay, but hold on now. He didn't know. Remember? No, he didn't know, but she lied because she knew. Right. Let's not forget it was a sleepover on top of that. Yeah. And she knew her dad wasn't going to go for it. So she lied to get over there. So technically that whole situation could have been avoided had she not lied from the beginning and just dealt with the no. Honestly, like you don't even have to stay over there. Like if you want to hang out with your friends, just be honest with him and be like, yeah, there's going to be guys over, but I'm going to be home. I'm not going to stay over there. And could have said, I won't be wearing my pajamas. And that as well. I'm, I'm just saying, if she did one of those old school switcheroos, you know, going out with your regular clothes, and then <laughs> put your pajamas out at the party to blend in, no problem. I'm pretty sure he'd have been like, okay, who's a, who's supervising? Nobody? Mm, be home by 10 o'clock. Okay. Right, right. Like, it just really kind of was like, girl. And then she gonna get mad at him for, quote unquote, embarrassing her. Girl, do you realize how he found you? He found you coming up from upstairs with a boy and holding your hand after you lied to him about going to a sleepover where there were going to be boys at the party and that you were sleeping over. Like, girl, you can't. Can't get mad at him for some, something that you did. Something that you did. Funniest so, part of that episode is the fact that she gave Hakeem her dad's pajamas. <laughs> she gave. Uh, uh, <laughs> Listen, I was cracking up because Hakeem's like, oh, Mr. Mitch. <laughs> you know what? But. I like the fact that the show opened up more into his his life. Um, and I would say it was probably second season when we got to see the fact that all of his lights were off because his mom's working, what, one or two dead-end jobs trying to put together. 
What'd you say? I thought that was first season. It was first? I can't remember yeah. completely. But I do know um, she was working those two dead-end jobs trying to keep everything afloat. Mm-hmm. And to have such a lifestyle to where, you know, she's like, why you got the lights off? Because we didn't pay the bill. Why didn't you pay the bill? I'm sorry. First thing somebody tells me, if you say you couldn't pay the bill. First of all, she walked into the house lit with candles. I mean, from door to window. You, huh? It doesn't look like he's having a date. When I tell you people just clueless. Right. Clueless. I also feel like in terms of friendship and um, I made like a, a paper about Moesha mm-hmm. for, for my um, communications and gender, just how she would speak to her girlfriends and then how she'd speak to Hakeem, right? And just looking at how much the girls influenced her, because I'm not going to say that she wasn't a bad influence on them either. But they definitely brewed a lot. Because it's like, okay, if I knew y'all, um, you know, say for instance, you have Mr. Williams, right? And then Chanel talks to us and we hanging out at her house and stuff and, you know, talking and everything. We know how he is. Right. So why would I, why would me and you, right, right. tell Chanel to do something knowing good and well Mr. Williams don't like that? It didn't, it literally makes no sense to me because it always happened. And then as soon as homegirl gets in trouble, it's, oh, she did it by herself. Like, they always threw each other under the bus. Right. And I never liked it at all. Because it's like, y'all was there in her room and did a whole truth or dare and made her get a whole tattoo knowing good and well, y'all was never going to get those piercings. I thought that was terrible. Like... It's no way. Well, for one, you have to be comfortable in standing in your convictions and your beliefs to not do something regardless of what your friends are doing. So I'm 21, and I'm phasing out of always going to kickbacks and parties. Like, I'm, I'm low-key tired of it because it's not fun for me anymore. But if you say, hey, look, we're doing a movie night, for sure, call me. We could do that. We could do that. But it's no way anybody can pressure me into coming to a kickback that I don't want to come to. Mm-hmm. There's I a there's a friend group I have, and they can host 30 kickbacks within the summer. I'm only pulling up to six. <laughs> I'm only pulling up to six, honestly, just so that they can remember my face. But that's just about it. I agree. Sometimes you just have to give your friends a little bit, like, okay, like, oh, I'll entertain it. Mm-hmm. Really have to also remember that you have your own values, and I think sometimes Moesha forgot that and really wanted to be so much friends with Kim and Nisi, and it was just kind of like, I'm gonna use this in whatever they got. Like we just we just gonna go buck wild with it. When mm-hmm. how many times y'all get in trouble? So many times. Too and then it's not even a collective trouble. It's Moesha just ends up in trouble because she. Ha- I'm not gonna say she doesn't. That the other people's parents don't care. No. But let's look at it. Nikki um, is, you know, doing whatever she's doing as far as helping Kim, selling her products. 
um, Lucy's mom has like at least seven other uh, children to watch so she doesn't have time to really police Nisi and Hakeem's mom practically is never really home because she's working so if he's not over at Mo's house getting food when Mo's not in trouble then he's out doing his thing Moesha's the only one with steady parents stepmom included with steady parents who actually look out for her who want her to do better who want her to have better friends whenever he hears that she's hanging out with Kim and Nishi he has an eyebrow raised cause he's just like what good can really come from this and honestly what good can really come from it I agree and I, I feel a lot of times where sometimes a lot of parents and I even see this on the show that I'm watching one on one where sometimes you could see like the main character makes it seem like she's not in it and she's like the culprit too yeah there's always a mixture but sometimes they make the show itself make it seem like the main character isn't the culprit and it's like nah honey they be dabbling in a little bit of leadership here and there you know mm-hmm. right dabble and dabble into one-on-one Quick. Okay, pause. I'm gonna have to sit that part out because I have not caught up on that or any episode of it yet. Dang. That a okay. Just uh, we can talk about it later. Please. So then it's we not- can put this in our part two. Yes. We, you know, you'll be back. Yeah. But we will jump into sister sister. I like the parenting between Lisa and Ray. The co-parenting. Yes. <laughs> Great, yeah. It is beautiful. They live in the same house. I don't know why the writers thought it was their duty to make them to be together. First of all, Lisa and Stanley Oakleby were perfectly fine, right, with Raymond. Like he needs to hop in his limo and take his butt on. We don't. <laughs> we do not have time for you, sir. Mom, please. That rental limo service, like, shh, just, you know it was a good business. <laughs> Yo, I hated how Tamara was always getting Tia into some trouble. Bruh, let, bruh, let me tell you. When she lost her job for her sister, heck no. I wouldn't have done it. Listen, I don't care. If I told you to close that meat freezer, you better close that meat freezer. She was always taking her men. I was like, Tamara, right. you look exact same. You can get a man of your own, okay? Leave that girl in her business. But line. she acted dopey. Like, hi, uh, Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, sis? Are you trying to get the man or scare him off or be his friend? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. That's too funny. And Let then nobody you. wanted a dummy. Like, let's be clear. She was still doing poorly in school. Like, she wasn't doing as good as Tia. You know, Tia was acing classes. Maybe some Bs in there. But she was doing well in school. Tamara was just flying by. Uh, I agree. And I don't mean to put it so harshly like nobody wants a dummy, but come on. I don't want anybody who's not book smart in any way. I'm not checking for it because it's not appealing to me. Can we also talk about that weird 
that time of them both liking Roger? Or was that yes. a dream? That was one episode. That was when he had that little statue he stole. What the heck was that? I mean, that <laughs> statue. And then it was that episode into season four, I think, where they were like, so Roger got hot over the summer. And I was just like, y'all leave that underage boy alone. Right? <laughs> that man was short and stubby and was trying to get y'all like him. And what did y'all do? Y'all say, go Roger. Don't switch up. Just because he got a little height in his system. Right. Leave that man alone. I love how Roger defend. They had this episode on Sister Sister when the grocery store guy kept pushing up on Tia. She was, he was either 16 or 17 and she's like 14, 15 um, and Lisa was like I don't know sweetie you know I don't think you should she was really apprehensive about it but then let her go and he wasn't forcing himself in that way but he was like forcing his company on her like hey and Roger's like hey you heard the lady back up even though Roger had his creepy tendencies, he looked out for the girls. Yeah. I do agree. I won't lie. Um, haven't watched that show in a minute. Tried to watch it on Netflix, but I said, you know what? I already know what happens. Right. So I'm gonna stop. I really just like their college years when they grew up a bit. And I'm like, yes. These are the sisters I'm living for right here. <laughs> okay. You know what? Another good sister show, Half and Half. I actually have never seen that show. I know the theme song, but I don't know anything. Through this journey I discovered. Yo, I... I, Honestly, honestly, I heard of Half and Half like two years ago for the Mm -hmm. first time. And I was just like, when did this come about? It's actually a really good show. Um... My mom used to watch it when I was younger. Of course, that's early 2000s, so we all kids, and you don't understand what's going on, but I like, my mom was like, why do you keep watching these shows? I'm like, mom, I understand what they're talking about. When these shows were out, I had no clue. I'm just looking at grown-ups. Right. Like, my mom mom made sure to keep me out of grown folk business, so now that I am a grown folk... (laughs) And I know about grown folk business. Um, these things are making sense to me. The emotions, the drama, all of it makes sense. So Half and Half is actually a really good show. I think y'all should check it out for a few episodes so we can talk about that in our part two. Um, yo, but that theme song is fire to me. Hey. Uh, it's so good. It's so in the way how they be dancing. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what y'all say? Which one? <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's so funny. <laughs> that they're all dancing. I think they're in like, I think they were in like all black too. No, they were all they were in all white. All white. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it gets really funny at the end because you can really hear, um. Rachel yeah. Shrew singing, but then she had to hit that awkward note. You! <laughs> Everybody looking at her like, sis, enough. That was too funny. It was. The show The show is actually really good. I like it. Um, Sort of like Sister Sister, but not really. 
just just an even more groaner version. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but like I said, we're jumping that into part two. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so we have one-on-one. I have to catch up on for part two. Everybody's got to watch some episodes um, half and half. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm really happy they put some black sitcoms on Netflix, okay? You know what my trip is about them throwing black sitcoms in there? I feel like, you know, it was because, like, at the beginning of the year when everything, the police brutality, George Floyd... Ahmed, Aubrey, and they were having, I think they were doing it for the black. So it's like, how long will they stay up there? Right. That's what I want to know. One thing that I will say, I'm not sure. It might have been more of a push that they did that, but they've kind of, I think they were really talking about it since Monique's case, too. Mm hmm. Because, mind you, she did bring up a really good point about what was going on with her, what they offered her, and how much they were also giving other comedians and not really a statement. So I think that they they probably did. They probably were like, we're just going to add the markers just to make her smile. And then when everything happened earlier this year, they were like, all right, maybe they need some more. But I can definitely see why, because it's, it, I won't lie, it was very random, extremely random for them to handpick, because there were many more black sitcoms um, during that time, especially, so just seeing that is like, wow, um, alright, thanks. I'm not even mad at it, though, like, I, I'm happy to see these amount, this amount of black sitcoms coming to a streaming service do you know how hard it is you know what really pissed me off about netflix is the fact that they took off a different world a different world to me is way better than Ronish. i know oh my goodness i was so sad you know how sad i was i was so sad and you actually saw them in class on Ronish, you see them in one class but it's not really class like what are y'all talking about Right. She's talking about an imaginary grade. I'm sorry, what? You're not even in class for real. Y'all hanging out, y'all partying, y'all in relationship issues. What's really going on here? You know what I mean? Right. I'm not saying that what they've gone through isn't real. Right. But very social media-like. Like, I get that's what we're living in now, but a different world was so raw. Like, things were raw. So topics were talked about, so many I and grown does talk about a lot of the stuff that goes on, let's be honest. Right. Uh I don't know. It's it's giving polished. Mm-hmm. And I don't I guess it's it's decent because you know you also have to be careful. And on top of that, the topics were already discussed, so you you kind of have to build up on it. Right. But I sometimes it can be a little bit polished and it's just like was there really a moral of the story because sometimes zoe be acting like she know what she's talking about and i'm like zoe you don't even you haven't even learned your lesson her clueless her clueless faces just throw me off i'm like girl please just move so i can have luca (laughs) listen with her so bad 
but Haley be right there gathering her and I'm just like thank you so yep. much because so if anybody's going to do it they will do it it's going to be Sky and yep. if not Sky they know me yep. I think the thing that I was really upset about if I was in that friend group then I would have to speak louder about that like we'd have to have a meeting for that because I think everyone would agree with me when I say your problems are no bigger than the rest of us sexes and we will be asking the guys why is it that you wait until the very last minute in a girl's life when she's mentally moved on from you physically moved on from you for you to just go back crawling and doing all the things you should have been doing to begin with huh baby please baby please <laughs> baby please with another man's ring on her finger i think not i think not Yes, that was totally impeccable. Listen, the acting on these shows, impeccable. I mean, mm, give them their roses. The acting for right now, it just seems so, like I can guess it right before you finish telling me what's about to happen. Like, I don't feel it. I don't feel the emotion. I don't feel like I'm 
I'm not getting this relationship. I'm not getting these friendships. I can see that you are about to no longer be friends with her. I can see you have issues. It's just kind of plain as day. It's not giving me the oomph that some of these shows that we didn't get the chance to grow up on that we got to look at, you know, are giving me. And I'm like, yo. Yo. Like, what? what Subpar acting. Think? When did that become the thing? I'm going to refer back to, um, to uh, Different World real quick. Mm-hmm. One thing about the acting that I didn't like was Jasmine Guy's fake accent. That yes. she did her role regardless of that nauseating accent each and every character on this show the old heads and the new played their part I will give them that like if there's something you could have changed probably her accent but she did what needed to be done she played that role she played the stuck up you know i wouldn't even okay some parts i would say high maintenance because you're used to a certain lifestyle but that was a lifestyle you couldn't afford because somebody else afforded it for you true you we gotta remember now that we're our own adults whatever lifestyle we want make sure you can afford it yeah it's okay to have Standards. It's okay to be high maintenance as long as you're funding your high maintenance. Because if you're not funding it, if somebody else is funding it, are you really that? Or are you just used to it? Like, it's nothing wrong with being taken care of at all. You know, but... Make sure when you're no longer being taken care of, you can phase into that kind of lifestyle on your own easily. should definitely you shouldn't leave yourself un- you shouldn't leave the security right yeah but this was what fun about me when it came to like a different world was i wanted denise and Dwayne to end up together i don't know if that's anybody else but i just really <sighs> want to see what, what could happen there i didn't Everybody was, but for me personally, I just, I didn't, 
I was kind of over it. I was like, she just doesn't. They look good for friend purposes. Like a Hakeem and Moesha, I didn't want them to test those waters. But the only difference was Hakeem and Moesha went that far. Um, they did not. I don't like when they do that because in real life we actually have friendships with guys that do not need to go that far yes yes okay like I appreciate you so much that honestly I don't want to date you I'd rather you just stay my friend because I like the dynamic we have here we don't need to explore what could be with each other because then if we do that and say we break up now our dynamic is completely changed and if any, if you're like me, I don't extend the friendship after we break up. When we break up, we're done. So it's either be my friend, and if you're my lover, and you take that chance with me, just know you're never coming back. Okay. And, and the reason why I say that, right, I'm going to let this be my last point, and then we're going to close it. The reason why I say that is because I don't want to revisit something that we've terminated um so (laughs) if it kind of ended rocky i don't want to be reminded of how it ended while then still rekindling something that i did have for you like nah let me be happy you be happy we move on and when we go to a comfortable spot where I'm not thinking about you a certain kind of way, I'm not missing you a certain kind of way, then we can be cordial, but we can't be friends. I'm not, yeah. But anyway, this was fun. You guys already know, Coco Nelly and <laughs> Coco, no problem. Coco Nelly and Tosh will be back with us for a part two. No telling when, but it will be back. Um, you guys already know what to do. Hit me up on Twitter at NeptunesNova99 or Instagram NeptunesNova. Tell me what you think. Next week, my co-host will be Sir Kessie by way of FaceTime. You know, not in the flesh, social distance. <laughs> this was fun, and we'll be doing it again soon. Until then, enjoy this episode, and I'll talk to you all later. Bye.